what I've mainly been doing is watching this little show, and it's called. I can't pronounce the name. I need you to say Do it. it. Curious Saga Love is War. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Excuse me. What did you say? (laughs) That wasn't even close. Hello and welcome to The Nerdiest Podcast, the show where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Nick Barrett, and as always, I'm joined by my ride or die, Mr. Jackson Glass. And today, we are going to be continuing Jackson's anime adventure with Kaguya-sama Love is War, which if you've been with the podcast for any amount of time, I guess, since last year, um, you'll know that this is my favorite romance anime of all time. So if we get in here and Jackson doesn't like it, we may never make it to episode 100. Like, we may just stop right here. Which, by the way, we are on episode 98, which is Woo! insane. We are two episodes, well, technically one episode now away from 100. That is yep. wild. Um, so, I will just get all this out of the way. Go down in the Spotify description. Vote in the poll on what anime we should watch next. The options are... My Hero Academia, Attack Ooh. on Titan, mm. and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Ooh. I was like, you know what? Heavy hitters. The second, the, it'll be the second to last anime adventure of the year. Let's just let some heavy hitters go at it instead of Why doing not? these smaller, not? like, not that Spy Family or Love is War is particularly small, but just like some of the bigger, bigger mm-hmm. names, you know, just duke it out in the polls. So we'll see which one wins. We'll find out. You can also, down in the Spotify description, there will be a little Q&A box. And what you can do in that Q&A box is you can submit your questions for episode 100. Submit them all. Any and all questions. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite ice cream flavor? What's your favorite toothbrush brand? Like, anything and everything, we'll take all the questions. Because we're going to have a huge, like, do Q&A throughout episode 100. And we want to have plenty of your questions to answer. So, you can keep it on topic with movies, or you can ask us our favorite toothbrush brand. So... If you were at our Jeopardy stream last weekend, you know Nick that knows all about the toothbrushes. You know that if there's a toothbrush question, he's going to get it right. You know what's up. But yeah, before I jump into my week and how I've been doing and what movies I've been watching, I'm going to pass it over to Jackson to ask him the same question. How have you been? How you doing? What movies have you been watching? Go for it. Floor is yours. Thanks. I've been doing really well. And I would be doing a lot better if you followed us on Instagram at The Nerdiest Podcast and subscribed on YouTube at The Nerdiest Podcast so that you know when new episodes are coming out, you get great original content, we're on the road to a thousand subscribers, so thank you so much for anyone that's already subscribed. If you're not, we're doing live events, so go subscribe there, follow on Instagram so that you can send questions for episode 100. It'll be in the description. We'll be doing Instagram story polls everywhere. So, episode 100 is coming up. And we cannot wait. My week was pretty good. I didn't really do a whole lot. One of those, like, someone asked me what I've been up to, and I legitimately froze. And I said, what have I been up to? And I realized it's the summer. 
And so I've really just been hanging out. I've been watching movies. I've been watching shows. Watched a lot of Love is War because for this episode, we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, I've really just been hanging out. Been watching a lot of movies, playing a lot of Mario Kart. I have not played as much Fortnite as I thought I would this summer because during the school year, that's all I want to do. It's like, oh, I hate that I can't play Fortnite with the boys right now. Um, but this summer, like, I don't have the battle pass right now just because it's not. I'm not going to complete it because I'm not playing. So that's been kind of sad, I guess. But other than that, I don't have a whole lot to say. I've been working a lot and watching movies and getting been getting ready for episode 100 i'll be honest so we got, we got a lot going on lots of music lots of lots of movies doing lots of videos good content so stay tuned nick how was your week it was definitely a week this was fourth of july week oh Happy my gosh america totally week. Was. that's wild I america is like 247 years old i think boomer. something like that i don't know what a boomer Jeez, good times <laughs> uh it was it was nice because we got to go watch like fireworks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, listen, nothing makes you feel more patriotic than going and watching stuff explode for That's forty so minutes. That's it's so, so crazy, and it's funny because I tweeted about this. Follow me on Twitter at Nerdiest Nick. Which, if you didn't notice, all of our like personal social medias are in the description now too. Right. So if you want to follow, follow us, there, us personally, you know? great. If yeah. not, I'm not offended. Anyway, I posted about it on Twitter. I think it's really funny that 4th of July is like the one day that the entire country comes together and is like, yeah, let's blow stuff up <laughs> to celebrate dunking on the British. There's yeah. only one thing that can save us. Fire. And it's the one thing that can destroy us too. And it's explosions. Bombs. Yeah. I think, I, I feel like we bond over stuff that we don't expect to bond over. And that's a beautiful thing. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engines. That's Amen. what I will say. I totally Thank forgot you. it was 4th of July week. That's yeah, I know. Because totally it kind of went by. It just kind of yeah, came and went. That's why I didn't do anything. Because I was technically on vacation. Even though I wasn't scheduled to work the days that I was off anyway. So go me um, exactly vacation. it was weird <laughs> it was weird for me too because fourth of july fell on a tuesday yeah but at work we decided to to observe fourth of july on monday mm-hmm. so we got a four-day week or not a four a three-day weekend yeah so then i went to work on tuesday mm-hmm. which was great because we had all kinds of tech problems and all of our tech people took fourth of july off Shout so out we to the didn't tech have people. any help Shout out to tech people that aren't there to help. I know it's no that's joke, like. right? <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, I'm trying to think what I did this week. Um, I went we and saw barely done anything. <laughs> I went and saw Indiana Jones and Asteroid City. I'd like to say, Indiana on the record, Jones. I have not sucked. on the record. On the record, I have not seen Indiana Jones. I do not endorse this opinion yet. It come back, sucked. come back soon. I have not endorsed makes, this opinion. Continue. It makes all the other movies look so much better in comparison. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Hold on. It makes th- even the worst Indiana Jones movies out of the original four. It makes them look good. Well, and that's all I'll say. We'll come back to it in a later episode. I'd once also you've like seen to. It. I'd like to clarify a little bit 
on our Indiana Jones episode, while we did dunk on a lot of them, I did enjoy the Indiana Jones movies. Like, we may have been harsh on some of them, but I also was like, The Last Crusade, not that bad. I just, it's not my favorite. It's really just not my favorite. So, if you guys want to know how much I dislike this Indiana Jones movie, Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny. I would watch The Rise of Skywalker 10 times. Ooh. Before I would watch Dial of Destiny again. See, I haven't seen it, and so I can't even be like, you're crazy, or I can't even be like, that's so true, because I haven't seen I, it. I, and I, I gave it a one star on Letterboxd. I did no, I not like that. it. I, I saw, was disappointed the entire time. The main, I have yet to see a review above three stars. Like, it is either one, two, or three. Which is just really sad. <laughs> I, I really tried to go in with an open mind. I didn't yeah. want to go in with like, oh, I'm not going to like this movie because everyone's saying it's not good. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go in with an open mind and say, okay, I'll give it a chance. The trailers didn't you know, really sell mm-hmm. me on it, but I'm going to go in with an open mind. I did that. I was turned off within mm. the first 30 minutes. Yeah. And that was hard because it's a two and a half hour movie. I saw that it was long. When so all the, of the other, other Indiana Jones movies hit almost exactly two hours. When this one took a little longer. And I'm also... This is a legitimate question. Is Steven Spielberg not working anymore? Why Why didn't they just let him do it? That's a great question. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this in not in the nicest way possible because I don't like oh. her. This is definitely a Kathleen Kennedy project. A hundred percent. Because, like, some of the things we noted about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that were like, oh, that wasn't great, but that was because Kathleen Kennedy was involved. Yeah, they get a lot worse Uh, (laughs) in this movie because Kathleen Kennedy is the freaking head of Lucasfilm. Just so dumb because she makes bad decisions. So bad. This is not. Anyway. uh, Anyway. We'll talk more about it later. Uh, After you we'll talk it. more about this movie later, but I also saw it. Went and saw Asteroid City, and you did too, and I liked it. We're gonna, I enjoyed we, it a lot more than Indiana Jones. <laughs> we have another episode planned where we're gonna go more in depth with these movies, but Asteroid City as a whole, I just wish there was more celebrities. You know, that's that's my only note is there wasn't enough celebrities, which is sarcastic because there was five thousand celebrities in this movie. I was say. But it. I don't think I fully get it, but I really liked it. And that's how I leave most Wes Anderson movies is I don't know if I fully get it, but I really liked it. And that's that's cinema, baby. It's not a film bro movie if you understand it. I'm just saying. When Christopher Nolan makes a movie that no one understands, everyone praises and says how good of a director he is. But when I make a movie that no one understands, they say I'm amateur. That's all I'm saying. It feels Dude, like film a double are some of the dumbest people on the planet. I'll just say it. I'll just say it because clearly nobody else wants to say it. Film bros, you guys are some of the dumbest people on the planet. Now you might say, Nick, aren't you a film bro? No, because I don't sit at the ground and worship worship the ground that Martin Scorsese walks on. Like. Yeah. I'll be honest. I've never seen a Martin Scorsese movie. So 
I don't. I saw one Quentin Tarantino experience. movie and I didn't like it. So Quentin Tarantino. I'm just Whoa. saying. I'm just. I'm saying, not a film bro. Clearly, you must not be in defeat if you. Well, <laughs> actually, I was told at film school I'm not a real film student because I hadn't seen what was it, The Godfather. I've never mm-hmm. seen The Godfather, and they're like, "You've never seen The Godfather? You've never seen Pulp Fiction?" And I'm like, "Um, no." No, because I don't care. Which is I'm like good. it's the kind of thing where it's like I know those movies are awesome. I also have not seen them, and I will watch them someday. But when you react like that, it makes me want to not watch them. Exactly. I want to not watch the movie that you're scolding me for not seeing. When are you going to realize that this has an adverse effect? <laughs> Yeah, stop praising. Like, if you praise a movie and gas it up like it's a 10 out of 10 or a 30 out of 30, then um, you're setting my expectations too high. Yeah. You kind of got to be realistic. Like, you can say, it's really good. I really enjoyed it personally, Mm -hmm. but it's probably more like a 7 or 8 out of 10. Like, what happened to... I feel like what happened to respect, you know? We what lost it to... when Twitter was invented. <clears throat> That's so true. I I want to have... the My favorite people to have movie conversations with are, oh, I respect that movie, but it's not my favorite. Or, I respect that opinion, but I disagree. This is how we have conversations. Is, I respect X movie for what it did and what it's done. And what it is. But it's not my favorite, and that's okay. But you didn't like The Godfather. You're not Pulp Fiction. Is not your favorite movie. Why is Why is Ratatouille in your letterbox top four? This is. Cr- I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna watch what I want to watch. All right. I'm putting it out there. Um. So. Twitter is the reason that we lost respect, and maybe we can gain it back. Nope. Nope. Because now. Nope. We're not. Threads is a thing. No, we're not getting it back on threads. Okay. I just want to say it's just, it's Twitter, but worse. It's Twitter. How is it worse? It's because nobody's on it. It's not worse. No, that means it's better. (laughs) No, no. Okay. If I can't get Nintendo direct updates on threads, then it's not a good app. I'm sorry. Is Nintendo of America on here yet? I gotta go. I'm looking it up now. I just like, no. If you don't know, Threads is the Threads is the ins- the Instagram equivalent of Twitter. Instagram's new Twitter. And you can log in with your Instagram credentials. And then it's just Twitter, but it's black. And you can type words. Is there a character limit on Threads? I I would assume so. Okay, so I all like the official one. Disney accounts are on here, but Nintendo is not. Yeah. Because, of course, yeah. now they're in Japan. They probably haven't gotten threads yet. Which, I, so far, I like it. That's what I'm going to say is I, I like know. threads, but I also think we will not care about it in a couple months. It is absolutely a fad, and Twitter will remain, Twitter will remain king just because... It's been around for so long. It's been along for, around for so long. I also just... If you're on Twitter to stay, you have followers and community there. And so you're not going to leave that. 
If right. you're on Twitter to stay, you have X thousand followers and there's no reason to be like, well, see you X thousand followers later. I'm going to threads. Like threads is for people that don't want Twitter, but want an equivalent. It's almost like if your friends were on Twitter because Twitter felt yeah. very more professional and very like business. It's politicians, it's celebrities, it's, but which is ironic because wait, no one wait, acts professional wait, on, on Twitter. I was going to say, where, where do you get this professionalism from Twitter? It's what? it's just like, because growing up, like my dad was on Twitter and he talked to his coworkers and his friends there. But like, my mom wasn't on Twitter. Like my friends weren't on Twitter. Like Twitter my... is a crap posting app. Oh, it is. That is and what it is. Well, I'm using that's how I'm using Threads. If you want, I will pull up my Threads. If you want to follow me on Threads, I'm at the Glass Studios, and it's just me posting meme images. Like I posted this dope picture of Mr. Krabs the other day just because I wanted to. Yeah, and that's then, what I do on Twitter. And then there's Link. All right. See, I can I can post whatever I want on Threads. I've decided okay. Threads is where I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> Should we make a Threads for the nerdiest podcast? Um, if this video gets <laughs> if, if this video gets five likes, we'll we make, will a, make threads a Threads for the nerdiest, for the nerdiest podcast. podcast. <laughs> Only the YouTube version because you can't like the video on Spotify. I will I will run a podcast Threads account. I. We'll post the dumbest crap on there. Will you will you run it better than the Instagram account? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Instagram is gonna stay is gonna stay up there. It has Instagram to. We have like seven hundred followers. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, if anyone's on Threads, let me know what you think. Um, I think it's kind of stupid, but I'm gonna stay on there for now just because I want to see what's gonna happen. Um, they're probably data mining like nobody's business. Oh, mm. of course they are. But I mean, it's, it's automation meta. is automation is going to kill us all, but we're all going to die anyway. So you may as well die on a conveyor belt. So that's what I'm going to say. Um, in other news, they announced a new TV series. Um, I don't know how to approach this topic, but they announced the Among Us TV series. It could actually be kind of good. Tell me about that. What? I I literally don't know anything about it other than they announced it and it's being written by the guy who did Infinity Train. Which, oh. if you've seen that show, it's supposed to... I've only seen like the first episode. Mm -hmm. um, but from what I've heard, that show was done really well. And apparently he said like he wanted to do an Among Us show and now they're letting him do it. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, sure. I'm out here for a really wild, wacky, like comedic Among mm -hmm. Us TV show. I'm pretty sure it's going to be animated. And I'm like, hey, great decision. Because Among Us is kind of weird. Like, yeah, it's got these little minion looking dudes who their torsos just crack open. And it's like you get stabbed and then it closes back. I, that'd be really hard to do in live action. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't um, think they've announced a cast or anything. I think it's just the show is happening. And I thought that was okay. really funny. I was like, I want to mention that because it's Among Us, a game that everyone is like, oh, Among Us is dead. Oh, Among and I'm Us. Like, is it though? Uh, I don't, I can honestly tell you that I have never played a full game of Among Us. You got to fix that. 
I next. Hey, if y'all want to play on stream, Among let Us me would know. Be so hard to play on stream because we'd have to put chat on like a really big delay. Yeah. Well, or we'd have to have an honor just system. Cut, you just cut chat until like voting. No, because then they just chat. Oh, it's Nick. Nick is the imposter. Oh, it's Nick. Okay, that's fair. So just no chat. It's really, it's really <laughs> only a disadvantage for me if I'm yeah. the imposter because then everyone can see. So it'd be on like, or you'd just have to not read chat. Yeah, that's true. Because they would only would see you. So that would. I also I had to look this up because um, I wanted the exact number. Uh, Mattel has said that if Barbie does well, they have 45 other movies on the docket based on Mattel stuff. 45? 45 movies planned. They're like, yeah, if Barbie does well, then we'll do more. And we have 45 different options. Which, I saw that on Twitter to, uh, the other day, which... That's what else I'm going to say is Twitter's going to stay in my place for movie news. I'm not moving that to threads. Anyway, and I'm just like, hold on. Whoa. 45 movies from Mattel? Okay, hold on. Let's go through their brand portfolio. Yeah. So they yeah, have go Barbie, the yeah. Hot Wheels, Fisher Ooh. Price, American Girl, Uno, yep. Megablocks, yep. Uh, Barney, what else? Bob the Builder. Disney Pixar cars? No, you no, don't. no, they don't. Nice try, that's funny. Um, you don't have Toy Story, I know that. I'm trying to find like their the Ever After High. I remember that. That was I forgot about rough. that. Is that like the monster dolls? Yeah, yeah. I'm not about that lifestyle. Well, I feel like they don't have Minecraft. I know they don't own mm. it. They they do have Monster High. Um, I feel like most of these are not. Let's make a movie about these. Uh, so they're moving forward with a Barney movie. You know what I they do have? <laughs> they have uh, Thomas and Friends. Ooh, adult Thomas movie. No, <laughs> put Greta Gerwig on the Thomas movie. <laughs> you won't. Can we get a, a horror a Thomas horror movie? Where Thomas um, runs around the island and kills people. Thank you. I will say that it's like Bullet Train, but it's like they're they're but it's on Thomas. Thomas the Tank Engine. Dude, that'd be wild. Um, they are moving forward with the Barney movie, and Daniel Kaluuya. Kalula? I'm so sorry. Daniel Kaluuya is producing it. He was in Nope and Get Out, and um, he was in Spider Verse. He was the Spider Punk. Um, he he's set to produce it, and he said it's a Barney movie. I will add Barney the dinosaur, uh-huh. and he said it is a A twenty four type surrealist movie directed towards adults. So Barney's gonna take the helmet off and be like, "Ah, oh, what a day!" And so he'd be like, uh, "So essentially, Barney, <laughs> what a day!" He's gonna be like, "What a man." Barney. Which, Speaking of movies, you know, it will be kind of serious. Um, yeah. Did you see J.J. Abrams talked about his Hot Wheels film and how it will yeah. be emotional, grounded, and gritty? What does that mean? Is he making Hot Wheels Fast and the Furious? You know, 
They're like throwing all these like IPs out to do gritty adult movies. And here's the thing. Barbie is going to be PG-13. There's yeah. no way that is a PG movie. After no, I think it is. 13. The trailers. The I think the point is that it's PG-13. Here's the thing. If it's done well, they can do it. What a good idea. And this is what we've talked about with like Disney remakes is they are marketing towards like kids when in reality the people going to go see are the nostalgic people that grew up with this stuff. So these adults that grew up with Barbie and film bro like film bros and like people that love movies are like, oh, Greta Gerwig is doing this super stylized film that's awesome. But people that grew up with Barbie are like, oh, it's Barbie, that's awesome. So pretty much everyone agrees that the Barbie movie is awesome. And so we want to go see it. And then the Oppenheimer stuff like together, like that, that's made it even bigger. And so honestly, this is not a bad idea. It's no. not. I just really don't need 45 of them. And I don't need three of the top 10 highest grossing movies of all time to be gritty Hot Wheels movies. You know, does that make sense? I think they threw that 45 out there of like, we have 45 ideas, but will yeah. all 45 of them happen? No. I think yeah. there are a bunch in there that are like, oh, what if we did a super gritty adult Uno movie? Like yeah. that could be like, really good, but they might get halfway through writing that script and be like, ah, oh, maybe we should like, scrap yeah, this it. Is, this like, is kind of stupid. <laughs> I've had that with YouTube videos where I'm like, oh, oh these yeah. are some really good ideas. And I write down 30 ideas and then I start going through and I'm like, no, not really. Yeah. No, not that one. Mm-hmm. And like just cutting that down. So I think if Barbie does really well, which I think it will, because it, it will, they're actually marketing the movie. Unlike most companies nowadays, apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh. But I think if it does really well, we'll end up with maybe five of those, mm-hmm. maybe 10. I think they talked about doing a Barbie sequel. So I'm sure yeah. some of those 45 are like sequels to Barbie mm-hmm. and then sequels to like, oh, we did an Uno movie or we did a yeah. Thomas movie or we did a Hot Wheels movie. Like some of those are all right. sequels to that. Yeah. So it could be good. It could be bad. I think it'd be good. Um, I think we just got to wait and see. Honestly, I'm all for it because it shakes up that too. format we have with Hollywood right now where it's big superhero movie, live action mm-hmm. remake, ca- animated kids movie. Like, yeah. like, just shake it up. Throw throw stuff yeah. out there and see what sticks. Because Why the highest not? grossing movie of this year so far is the Super Mario Brothers movie at one point something billion dollars. Yeah. And they just threw that out there and they said, you know what? Yeah, let's make a Mario movie. Why not? We'll make Why it not? really good. We'll make it a faithful adaptation. We'll make sure the fans enjoy it. Bam billion dollars in the bank well that's what i'm saying is i'm at this is where i'm at with movies now is i'm thinking why not why not make a movie about the gamestop stocks why not why not make a movie about a bear that eats an ungodly amount of cocaine and kills everyone why not why not make a movie like, about Five Nights at Freddy's like 10 years after the first game came out? Literally, not really why not? Anymore. I want to go see it. I'm excited. I, <laughs> I don't like Five Nights at Freddy's, but I'm going to go see that movie. Here's like, the thing. Here's the thing. Five Nights at Freddy's used to 
terrify me. Dude. I had legitimate nightmares about Dude. that game. Because I didn't sleep for weeks. I never even played. I've never even played. I just really liked it because I was on YouTube. And so I watched all the Minecraft YouTubers play it. I was like, oh, what if I built my own version in Minecraft? And I did. And it ended up being really scary. And I scared myself. And then, like, all my friends were playing it. And, all, like, everything. So it's like... I watched all the game theory videos about it because I was Me like, too. oh, if, yes. I'm, if I'm afraid of it, maybe I can understand it and Dude, not be that, so afraid. That was my logic. That was literally my logic. I was <laughs> like, oh, if I understand it, I'll no longer if be I understand afraid. It, I, I will not be, be scared if I know. Didn't help. Nope. <laughs> Didn't help <laughs> I knew all. too much and I was even more scared. But I'm an adult now. I'm a grown butt man and I can say whatever I want. And so we can go see it together yep. and if we get scared you can hold my hand <laughs> <laughs> i won't there tell you your go. girlfriend it's okay don't thank you thank be, you I what happens you. in the theater oh, no, stays in the theater what happens in the theater stays uh, oh i don't i don't know if i'd go around saying that <laughs> okay that is so anyway uh, <laughs> one thing i do so, like about five nights at freddy's is that all those animatronics are real and they're not yeah. cgi those are real animatronics mm-hmm. that they built for the movie and i respect mm-hmm. that 100 like yeah. that alone makes me want to go see the movie is the yeah. fact that they just took the extra time because it is something that's like oh throw somebody in a mocap suit and then we'll just cgi it later right but they took the time to like look at the in-game models and figure out how do we translate that to real life and make it mm-hmm. work and they did and they or did. it seems like they did so i'm like you know what yeah, yeah. go for pop it pop off go for it why not yeah, Josh Hutcherson is a good cast too for this Dude, movie. The guy from Hunger Games. The guy from Hunger Games. I. The and guy from Shaggy. Journey to the Center of the Earth. And what? Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Shaggy from. When is he Shaggy from Scooby Doo? No, like the guy on the phone. Oh. That's, that's like live I'll... action Shaggy from all the memes. I thought you were talking about um, Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. I was like, when was Josh Hutcherson? <laughs> I was talking about the guy shaggy? on the phone. You're right. You are right. Who's um, playing like the purple bad. guy? But we don't know that in the in the trailer. We don't we're know not supposed that. to know that. But he just picks up the phone and goes, "Hey, Scoob." He's like, "Ah, no, I can't do this. I can't do this." Yeah, that'll be the first movie theater that I run out of in fear. That's actually not true. You know they when should I do. Was, they should. They should send physical animatronics to specific <laughs> theaters and let them loose in the theater at a certain oh, point in the movie. That's awesome. What a wow, traumatize what a your idea. audience. Yes. I mean, it's just like the Tower of Terror. Like it's us traumatizing kids on the Tower of Terror by screaming too loud. How many kids that's do you think will do. be in the theater? For five nights. Probably too many. I have a theory. Or do you think that this movie will capture the audience of like kids eight years ago when FNAF first came out and they were 10 then, but now they're like our age? I think it will do both. I think a big audience will be people like us who were like scared young kids when FNAF was huge. Um, and like the game theory fans and whatever. But I also think like after security breach and like all the updates to the game, they still have a pretty young audience. Yeah. Which honestly might be their savior. It might kill them because 
this doesn't look like this looks like it's gonna be a scary movie it's gonna be a scary movie and i think if you try to throw a ton of eight-year-olds that only played the new one that's not as scary and they're like oh i love this game let's go watch the movie this is a this might be a lawsuit waiting to happen honestly it it'll be it'll be like a deadpool situation where parents got really mad that deadpool was rated r and no one told them even though the trailers told them and the movie theater employees should have told you or they just assumed Mm -hmm. that you knew yeah so you shouldn't like you should do your ample research before taking your kid to a movie and not just yeah. blindly walk into a theater because oh it's five minutes at Freddy's. My kid plays that game. Let's go. Like right. mm. Which also your kid shouldn't be playing Five Nights at Freddy's. That's what no. I'm gonna say. Like, <laughs> you should um, anyway, um Yeah, Anime. we had a movie we had a movie competition oh this this year. You're so right. Um I almost forgot. Ha- and I'm, you were were you in the seventies last we checked? I okay. I'll just go first and be honest. Um, yeah. I watched two movies since the last episode. Okay. When I told you I was going to slow down and not watch any more movies, I took You're that literally, You're and I did. <laughs> I mean, granted, I haven't watched a whole lot, but I have watched more than two. I binged through an entire anime in the last two. Same. Weeks. <laughs> um, technically, two. So my TV shows oh. have started going up, but my movies have not. The we're two movies up. were Indiana Jones and Asteroid City. So I'm now at 73 on Letterboxd, and I think once I include... Let me find it. Where is it? It's 76, okay. including my duplicate watches you're that like, I can't. You're like low-key pretty close. Yeah, like 24 more. Like a couple franchises and you're done. Um, I'm trying to like I'm trying to figure out how I want to hit a hundred, like what I want the hundredth movie to like, be. What's the hundredth movie gonna right. be? Because I I also get technically I get two one hundreds because there's actual a hundred and then there's letterboxed a hundred. Yeah. Because I'm three yeah. off. So it's like because of the oh. watches. Wow. Actually I did like I went through and like calculated my rewatches and it was more than I thought. And so Currently, as of now, I'm at 68. Ooh. So. There's You're trailing a, there's pretty close. S- still a discrepancy, but one one good week for me. And w- but also, like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out of town, and so. And not, I mean, I'll be really hot. busy editing stuff too. Right. right. Plus, Which, I find shows are easier to watch at work. Because mm-hmm. they are shorter intervals, and I have yeah. the opportunity to stop it mm-hmm. if I want to. Yeah. Whereas a movie, like watching a show an hour before I clock out, is like, okay, I can watch two episodes and then listen to some music for the change. But it's right. like, I can't really start a movie because right. I don't have enough time. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about before getting into the anime is I watched the movie Admission with Tina Fey and Paul Rudd this week. This is the second time I've seen it. No one talks about it. That movie is like a hidden gem. The movie is phenomenal. It's so sweet, so kind. Highly recommend. It's not streaming anywhere. We had to rent it. Um, but it's Ooh, one of those ew, it's rent. one of those hidden gem yeah. movies that no one talks about. It's like very, very heartfelt and kind of out of character for both of those actors, Tina Fey and Paul Rudder in it. So that's what I'm gonna say. Highly recommend admission. 
Um, can I can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Does anywhere in your town still have a red box? Yeah, we have like three. Really? We have a lot of red boxes. I'm really curious. What's the What's the sales on Redbox? I will like, say, who really, still goes to a Redbox. Like I went, I went over to um to watch Dungeons and Dragons a bit ago, and like they got it from the Redbox, which I thought that's kind of brilliant. I forgot the really? Redbox exists. Huh? It's on Netflix. Is it? I don't know if it is. And it's on HBO. I think. Uh, I don't know if it is. I'm gonna fact check you right now. I. I swear it's on Netflix. Uh, but like new movies, yeah, totally go to Redbox. I forgot that existed. Like let's not let's not forget that Redbox is a thing, guys. <laughs> yeah, fact it's... check me. Go to the Just Watch and it'll it'll tell you. No, never go to Just Watch. Just Watch is What's wrong with factually inaccurate. Oh, it's not. Yes it is. Um It's in there are times where it'll tell me an anime is not on Crunchyroll, and then I'll go, and it's on Crunchyroll. Well, anime is. Different. I always double check. Does it for movies too? Uh, it is not on Netflix US. It's on Paramount Plus. It's on Netflix in a different country. Okay, well, I don't have Netflix in a different country. <laughs> well, maybe you should get a VPN, which is a sponsor of today's episode. Express VPN. VPN. No, <laughs> just kidding. I if wish only. we were sponsored. Um. Oh, totally off top. Okay. Like, did you see that Avatar The Way of Water is on Max? I did see that. Yes. I want to know how they swung that. How did Disney let that go? I also think that they realized not a lot of people cared and they needed a wider release. My theory okay, but again, is not why would Disney people... let that go? It made like a billion dollars last year, did it not? No, it did. I think they're... You... People like me... I went and saw Way of the Water, but I also went and saw it because it was in the theater. I don't ever intend to watch it outside of the theater. And I so don't ever intend to watch it. Maybe, I, I mean, it's a theory that they needed a wider streaming release. It may have just been James Cameron being James Cameron and been like, I will make this movie for you, but it must be on HBO and Disney+. Plus. And they're like... Okay, whatever, because apparently James like, Cameron can funny. do whatever he wants. So He really can. He makes too much money for them to be like, well... well. I thought it was really funny. Like, when the whole thing happened with the, the sub mm-hmm. going to the Titanic, they, like, called James Cameron and were like, so, about this sub, yeah. right? Um, you know more about the Titanic than any of us. Which, like, yeah, he absolutely did his yeah. research for oh, that absolutely. movie. But it was funny that, like, one of the first people they called... Like, James Cameron? James is that Cameron? you? <laughs> and Titanic like, expert James uh, Cameron? Mr. James Cameron, is that you? And he goes, yes, what is it? He's like, I yes, just picture me. him, like, in this ginormous bathtub, like, full of, like, bubbles. And he's like, oh, who is ringing my telephone? And he's like, hello. And he's like... There's a what? And then he like shoots. There's it. a what by the Titanic? <laughs> they did what? And he like shoots. Another it. reason to go down? <laughs> like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> he anyway. doesn't even bring a boat. He dives in for a rescue mission. He <laughs> he just puts on like a diving suit, goes down himself. He's just like he's right, immune. He's immune to the amount of pressure that's down by the no, Titanic. No, literally, it would At not this point, surprise his me. His body's just used to it. It would not surprise me. Um, yeah, this week 
what I've mainly been doing is watching this little show, and it's called. I can't pronounce the name. I need you to say Do it. Do it. Saga Love is War. I, what is that? Excuse me. What did you say? That wasn't even close. You got Love is War. I need you. I, Jackson. Are we doing this again? I need to. This is like this man said Zenitsu seven different to... ways, except for the correct to... way. We need to run through some names before we, before we we like talk about this show. We so the main girl is. Were you not? Were you not taught? What is it called? Phonetics. Is that what it's called? I, phonics. Were you phonics. not taught phonics as a homeschooler? I don't know. Where you it, where you sound the word out and then put it together? Like look at it. Ka guya and then put it together. Kaguya. So Kaguya. Sama. Sama. Love is war. Love is if war. you can't say love is war, that's a different problem. Kaguya, Kaguya I, I get the Japanese names. Those are kind of hard. Kaguya Sama, love is war. There you go. Okay. Okay. Now, oh gosh, let's run down the characters real quick. Um, let's go do some characters. Before, so, the main girl is Kaguya, mm-hmm. Kaguya Shinomiya, who is in love with the president, who is Shirogane. And they are, I mean, you're kind of close, I'll give it to you. Shirogane, who is Shiro Gane, Shirogane, Shirogane, or if you want to get. If you want to say it how they say it in the dub, it's Shirogane. Shirogane. They kind of do the R more like a D. Shirogane. So, and then <clears throat> they are accompanied by their friend Fujiwara. Oh, you got that one. Good yes, job. Let's I'm go. proud of you. Fujiwara, who is, and then their, their um, treasurer is, I didn't even write down his name at one point. Ishigami. Ishigami. You Ishigami. Ishigami. So, and we can't forget we can't forget Kaguya's um, her maid attendant, her maid, also known as best girl. Um, uh, she I Hayasaka, I Hayasaka, best girl. Thank okay, you. she will be referred to as the maid because <laughs> I Whoa. cannot say that. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a show I really I really went in with zero expectations. Literally zero. Um, if you're new to the series, the point is Nick has seen and loves these shows, and I've never seen them, and I have no idea what they're about. I just like he he's all about it, and I'm not, and so he makes me watch them to get an outsider's opinion. And so I really went in with zero expectations absolutely none like i had no idea what this was about and just general thoughts out of the way before we get into specifics i really liked it i Good. really we'll make it to episode 100 we're making it to 100 this i was into it like you know when you're like watching a show and you're like this is pretty good i was like excited to watch like I like the last two episodes last night, I was like 
I was into it. And so this is a good watch and I might, I might go back and watch the other season two. See, you say that, but you've never done it. You see, you said that for Demon Slayer a year ago, and you haven't done it. And you said that for Spy Family, and you haven't done that either. That so when I say that, I mean at some point, I will make us. We can cover season two if you want, so that I will actually watch it. <laughs> that was that was kind of like my sad thing about this episode was that we were stopping at season one uh-huh. because I got to the end of season one. Like I watched through it again as well. Mm-hmm. And I got to the end and I was like, man, I just want to keep going because yeah. I know it gets exponent. Like it just keeps getting better. And like usually season one, whenever you watch a show, you tell people like, ah, oh, well, you just mm-hmm. got to get through season one. Like if you just get yeah. through season one, it'll be fine because it gets better after that. No, yeah. season one is really good. And then it keeps getting better every mm-hmm. season because you also throw in new characters which changes up the dynamic and then in season 3 you get even more characters that changes up the dynamic and then there's the movie which kind of stays the same and i have you can't see it on my shelf but i have the 13 most recent volumes of the manga mm. like where the anime left off and it like it keeps the cast of characters after season 3 and doesn't really build on that like, it doesn't add anymore. It just works with the ones you have and mm. builds up there. But I think it's such a great thing. That's that, like, good. We don't introduce all the characters at once. We kind of build up to it. And then we keep our core characters and we move with them throughout the rest of the series. Which is, the manga is concluded. Mm-hmm. So it's over. Not in English yet. I'm waiting to buy the volumes as they come out. Which will be sometime next year. Mm-hmm. It'll be over. We're close. We're that close. Final It's really good. Yeah. But. Um, <clears throat> I'd also like to say, spoilers, spoilers for season one of Love is War. If you don't want spoiled, we're going to be talking about it very openly. Yep. And also warning, what is this? What would you rate this show? Like. As a whole? PG. Like. Oh, I thought. I thought you were like like out of ten, like yeah, uh, out of ten, um, ten. I would consider this a PG show. Love is warm, and so there are some episodes that touch on some stuff for a younger audience would need to be explained. That's how I will say it. There's one bit. I think it's in season two. I'm trying to remember. There, There's one bit that I would say really pushes the line. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in the latter two seasons. I don't okay. think it was in the first one. Well, Because there was one. I remember watching it and I was like, this is really funny. But this is definitely pushing the line yeah. of like borderline TVMA. Yeah. Oh, like gosh. Not, not. Okay. Well, okay. Well, maybe that's, maybe that's a little <laughs> TV fourteen or yeah, TV fourteen. I think it's definitely because the a, season. If you wanted to give the show a broad rating, I'd say mm-hmm. TV fourteen. Yeah, broad rating TV fourteen depends on the episode because it's it's so hard because the whole thing is pretty much PG except for like three episodes and like little moments. Um, 
but I'd also like to talk about some of those moments. So if you're a little younger, maybe, okay, maybe not. <laughs> if we're going to talk about those moments, I'll talk about when they had me cackling at my desk this week. Oh my God. Was when they were talking about going to the beach <laughs> and Kaguya was really into it. And then Fujiwara's like, oh man, I got to go buy a new bathing suit because mine from last year doesn't fit. And she's like, <gasps> I didn't think about, I that. about that. And then they make the comparison of like chest size to it war was, vehicles. It was, yeah, the war. I was like, what is this show? Because they were like, I'm pulling up with vehicles. a tiny little gun and she's got a tank. And it, but I also, I was like, in any other context, this would be so weird. But it was like, no, this is high school. Like literally, this is high school. Like it it was like it worked is what I will say. Is it felt weird, but it worked. And I got to give my favorite quote. And I I I would not be able to leave this episode with with good conscience without sharing my favorite quote from this entire show. And it's the first thing I wrote down says the only thing stronger than his chastity belt is his delusional confidence. That is put that on a Hobby Lobby wood sign. The only thing stronger <laughs> that on than his shirt. chastity belt is his delusional confidence. Wow. That is RP merch. That is cinema. This is cinema. Martin um, Scorsese. This is cinema. <laughs> well that's that's kind of what I wanna I wanna I point this out because this stuff, like it feels a little weird in the moment. You're like, it's weird. It very randomly gets weirdly sexual. And I would also argue that like, I'm also going to say they're high schoolers. And the, like the reality is high schoolers talk about that sort of thing. And they think about that sort of thing. And the whole point is that it's a love battle. And that is a key component in like a worldly air quote battle of love is like the sexuality concept. And so I thought it was handled very well overall is like, they weren't like disrespectful to each other. And when someone was disrespectful to one another, they were scolded for it and they were punished for it. And it was very much like, what's the what's the treasurer's name? I'm sorry. Ishigami? Ishigami. So Ishigami is left like talking very inappropriately about the girls. And then they pop up behind him and he's like, they're behind me, aren't they? And it's like really weird. And like Fujiwara like, beats him for it like and it was like okay yeah the, you deserve the, that <laughs> the physical comedy of this show like oh it's hilarious see, the way they did that bit specifically yeah. where like you see her rolling it up and then she holds it and smiles and it's all cheery <laughs> and then it immediately cuts <laughs> it. Bam, 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 bam. yeah that i will say the i feel like and, and especially for anime this this series handles things very tastefully mm-hmm. when they are talking about like, Oh, well, her boobs are really big. Yeah. Like it, it comes off in a more realistic sense. Whereas in other series, like you'll have the main protagonist ooing and eyeing over it for five minutes. Yeah. When it's, like, it's just okay, gross. Calm down. But that's yeah. kind of weird. But yeah. the way they do it here is like, as someone who was a high schooler at one point, I yeah. know shocker, Whoa. That's what high schoolers talk about. Yeah. Especially like amongst guys. 
they'll yeah. sit there and be like, so yeah, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, this is what we're all observing together. Yeah. And, and it that's was very... where we stop the conversation. And while it makes it cringy, it also, I'm like, dude, that's high school. That's what high schoolers do. And it's horrible and it sucks, but it's handled very tastefully in this show. And more just general thoughts, the segmented style of this show works so well. The way that you have three different stories that are low-key, like, continuous stories throughout the whole series, that's brilliant. And it works for this show perfectly because every story is a battle. And it's just these little key moments of, like, this is their battle for the day. This is this battle. this like, And it works so well. And I will say, at the beginning of the show... I thought, my first thought was, is this all that there is? Like, it felt like watching a montage for the first, like, four episodes. And I was like, I don't, like, I'm ready. I wanted something deeper. When in reality, I just needed to be patient because it got there and it was worth the wait. And it is executed very well. It's, like, introduce, it gives you little tastes of every character and they don't introduce the treasure until the like episode seven of twelve. And so you know what's fun about that? What is he gets his introduction in episode six, but going back and watching, and this was kind of this is something I noticed is he's there every time they do a group shot, like yeah. when they do that big group shot where they're all standing on like the twentieth century Fox yeah. logo. He's there. He just has his back to the camera yeah. and he's sitting there. There's another shot where they're all in the room and he's there. Yeah. Or they briefly mention him in passing and you see him walk in and out of the door mm-hmm. really quickly. Yeah. There's also like some characters in the background who become relevant later. Mm-hmm. Like for those who've seen season two and three, um, I, I think her name is Maki. I'm pretty sure her name is, yeah, Maki Shijo. Um, She's in the background of a bunch of season one, but she mm-hmm. doesn't really have any plot relevance till middle of season two. Yeah. End of season three. And at the very end of season one, in that very last episode as they're running through the hall, you um, you see the next person who will be added to the student council, Ooh. which is uh, Miko Ino. Okay. Which, top tier character. I'll be honest. One of my faves. Okay. Um, okay. But it's great because... Some series will tend to just throw characters in and be like, well, mm-hmm. they were in a different class. That's why you've never seen them. Yeah. But this is like the characters were very intentionally put there mm-hmm. so that you were like, oh, I know you. I've seen you around. Yeah. Which is because what school now, is like. It's right. like, I've seen you around, but I've never talked to you. And it also made perfect sense because he's very reclusive. He's very introverted. And even throughout the series, he's never found in a normal place. He's never found like at a table or in a chair. He's always hiding behind something. And so it made sense that you didn't see him. And it was perfect because you got to know all of the other characters. And then he gets introduced and you're like, oh, okay. I already, it's not, it's not overwhelming. I'm right. not like trying to, it's not too much information at once. And I really, and this is a common theme that I'm learning with anime. And so for reference, the like 
the only anime I've watched is for this podcast. And so we watched Demon Slayer and we watched Sword Art Online Sword Art. and we watched Spy Family. And so that's really all I've seen. And a common theme that I'm picking up on is that they take their time a lot better than American shows do. Amen. In the sense of it, the payoff of the last episode of Love is War only works and it only got me as excited as it did because they took their time to get there. And I think if they like threw all the characters in by episode three or you instantly knew everything about everyone and they instantly got super deep in episode two, like I wouldn't care. But, like, they really ease into, like, letting you get to know the people. And it starts off almost just like a comedy. You're like, oh, this is funny. It's just for giggles. It's for laughs. And then halfway through, you start to get a lot deeper. And the first the first point that I noticed this was um, the French party that they had to take care of. And at the end of that battle, it said it was like battle results or like results of today's battles. They both win because they showed each other their weaknesses. And I said out loud by myself, I went, oh, and it was like this tender moment that came out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, this is like it's actually a romance. Like it's not just a comedy like it it goes way deeper than you think it would from the first three episodes. And I really appreciate that. I like the pacing of this show. Yeah, it's it's handled really well. And like you mentioned earlier, the how it segments those mm-hmm. battles, without giving anything away, mm-hmm. I will tell you, the anime, where the anime ends right now, is the halfway point in the series. Okay. It's literally in volume 14 of 28. It's season three slash movie out of what I can assume will be season six or like six seasons. If they ever get there, um, they haven't announced season four yet. Please do. <laughs> Please. I, I like I love the manga, but I need to see it in the anime. But once they reach that halfway point and the author mentioned this, I love reading the little author's notes mm-hmm. that get left in the the physical volumes of the manga. Um, And he talks about how this is the halfway point of the story. And now I want to pivot and start changing the story. And it goes Mm -hmm. from a very battle to battle to like chapter to chapter. And it's a more full chapter Mm. that you essentially stop getting battle to battle. And it's like, it would be like a full episode is Mm -hmm. one plot line. And, and the reason it changes makes a lot of sense as to why he changed mm-hmm. writing style. It's just, I, I wrote on my serialized review for season one, this will be a series that people look back on for years. Yeah. Just on how well it is written in general, how good of a romance and rom-com it is. Yeah. Like, this is one of those anime that will be, like... Come at me if you want. This is like an Attack on Titan, especially for the romance Whoa. anime community That's big. or like just That's romance big. anime. Love is War is the Attack on Titan equivalent in the romance anime Whoa. world because Whoa. It, it it just has left that imprint. I've never seen anybody talk about a romance anime the same way they talk about this one. 
I mean, it, it left its it's left its footprint, and it it's well deserved. And I even noticed in the last like two episodes that it became a little more congruent, and it was like they were like, oh, we have like a full like this is becoming more of a story to tell. Right. And when it became that, it was awesome. And I like I watched the last two episodes last night, and I was literally in my room by myself. And she pulled out the line. She said, it was like the fireworks were going off and everyone loved them, but I was too distracted looking at you. And I was just like, like, it's over. It's over. Like I'm like, they belong together. They have to be in love. They're getting married. It's happening. Okay, no one can tell me otherwise. And so they... It portrayed their relationship to be so strong, but also really funny. It was funny. This is a funny right. show. Um, some of my other notes I wrote, um, I really, my favorite, the narrator, 10 Dude, out of 10. The narrator we kills watched, it. I watched the Every dub. single time. I watched the dub, and after I scrubbed through a little bit of the sub, just to see the difference. And I think the biggest difference I felt was the narrator was a lot bigger in the dub, like voice wise. And the dub, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say it's better because I've only scrubbed through the sub, but I loved the dub. I loved the dub. I think what, what helps the dub, especially like aside from the stellar cast, everyone oh, in right. that show does such a great job especially Ian Sinclair as the narrator. Uh-huh. But what I think helps is the comedy moves so fast. Mm-hmm. We find it funnier when we can just listen to it. Right. I, I had to watch the movie subbed because yeah. they haven't dubbed the movie yet. Right. And watching it, I still got the same experience out of it. Yeah. But it was a lot harder to process because yeah. now I'm trying to read and keep up with how fast the jokes are coming mm-hmm. off. So I think that definitely helps the dub. In the sense of, yeah. I can hear it and process while I'm right. looking at right. what I'm looking at. Because the writing is solid. Like, it's snappy. It's funny. It's like, characters are good. And I wrote I wrote down a lot of quotes. This is the first show or movie that we've watched where I mainly wrote down quotes instead of notes. And Ooh, one of mind. my notes was says, I really really love Fujiwara because we all know that one friend that everyone hates, even though they're just living their life. (laughs) So it's like, how dare you? And it's like, like they just, they're just living. Like she's just living her best life, but she always gets like attacked. And it's so funny. She's underrated. And it's even like brought up at some point, um, She's like, oh, I need to appreciate Fujiwara more because she's always there for me. And I thought that was really sweet. I love their relationship. Like, they grew up together. Um, I wrote the quote. Um, the narrator says, I really like the episode and the, the finals where what anytime someone said something, the narrator would be like, he's lying. And so... He's really lying. Like, he's, he's going to enjoy lying. his newest video game. <laughs> That's what it says. He's lying. The only thing he's going to apply himself to is his new video game. And I was just like, me, me. when Tears of the Kingdom came out. <laughs> me. 
Oh, and I, this this show did hit a lot harder now that I've been in school. And I'm like, on it, like, even in college, this kind of rings true. This is how people behave in college. It truly, truly is. I wrote down nothing but you really are quite cute. I feel like I, like I need that out. on a shirt or a sticker or you really are quite cute. That's that's just a goat line because it I love holds the way so they much. phrase it in the anime too. It's like a der- it's like a derogatory it's an insult. Like, Ugh, yeah, you really are quite cute. You really are quite cute. <laughs> no, please. I lost the game. No. I'm gonna. This start, anime I'm is just the that. game. No, it is the game. Don't lose the game. <laughs> hey, if you've been playing the game, you just lost. You lost the game. it. You just lost the game. Sorry. Also, I love I'm gonna that. make this correlation real quick. And I know you probably saw it on the notes. Um, Kaguya and Shidogane are just um, Yor and Lloyd in high school. From your name? No, from Spy Family. Oh. If you were to to de-age what they would look like in high school, it's very close. You're so right. It's it's similar enough that people are like, oh my gosh. Because even in the first opening, Kaguya has knives. And yeah, you're right. Shidogane has a gun. And then they have their pink-haired <laughs> associates. Is, this, is that a trope? Is that a thing? Or is I, it... It's a trope enough that people will point it out. But yeah. it's usually the other way around. It's usually, like, the dark-haired guy and yeah. the blonde-haired girl. Um, but sometimes they'll switch it up and go the other way. I'm is like, it, you know what? I'm is all it for the it. kind of thing where there's always a character that looks like you... In every anime movie, apparently, like <laughs> I have not found myself in Love Is War yet. There's still time. There's still time. Um, we still have two more seasons. I wanna. I wrote down the quote with like that. Um, you know that emoji with like the like the eyes that are like really sad and they're like, you know, like oh yeah, the, the cute eyes. And I wrote down. She said, "It's a small circle, but it's mine." And I thought. Like, after watching from the beginning to the end of the show and how much development it took just for her to get to that point of it's a small circle, but it's mine, that hurt. That was beautiful. Like, that's what I'm talking about when I say this show has solid writing. That's good. Like, the the journey it took to get there was really peak. Everyone Um, gets their chance at development. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. Um the maid goat goaded character. She saves them. Dude. And it's just so good to have an adult who is there like this is stupid. Go to him. Go talk to him. You know she's not an adult, right? Is she like No, she's she goes to that school. I thought she was undercover. Her and Kagi are the same age. Really? Yeah. I thought that was implied. No, like, I thought I, she was I know adult. it for sure because I've read the manga and like it talks about their backstory together in the manga. Oh. Uh, they grew up together as kids. Kaguya met Fujiwara in middle school. But Kaguya and Hayasaka have been like sisters since day one. Uh, and she I, is also she goes to their school. She's in the same grade. 
They're just not in the same class. I thought that maid was an adult. Nope. Still There's best girl. There's no way. I mean, they're all really close to being adults. I they're thought, like 17. I thought she was like in her 20s and was like needed a job. And so she is like working for them. But no, I thought anytime she was at the school, I thought she was undercover. That's okay, what I so thought. she's 18 as of chapter 213. Okay. What is chapter 213? Where is that? Okay, that's In volume 22? Oh. Um, well, that's not I'd, too far. I'm also really glad in the end of the show, they touched on them using social media because that's also a very key factor in high Twitter. school relationships. But I also think Twitter? They're on Twitter? <laughs> Are high schoolers on Twitter? It's called Twitter. They're on threads like, now. <laughs> it's called Twitter in the series, and I think that's absolutely hilarious that they just, just called Twitter. it Twitter. Usually it's just they Twitter. come up with like, oh, I'm on Twatter or Twitter. Yeah. yeah. But I'm they're like, like no, nope, Twitter.com. I'm on Red Robin. It's like, what? <laughs> His tweets no, are protected. They were just like, no, he's on Twitter. His tweets are protected. Also, the like internet safety lesson that this show gives is so good like just good advice if your account is public that means anybody can walk in your front door no, but if yeah. it's private only certain people have the key how do that i get episode, a key w <laughs> alexis tipton really killed it as kaguya yeah. in yeah. that episode she does such a phenomenal job with that yeah. character yeah it mm. yeah that was really that was really really good i and think I think the reason you thought Hayasaka was an adult is because she acts like an adult. No, she does. Especially she a voice in of comparison reason. to Kaguya. Yeah, she is a voice of reason. And that's what what every high school relationship needs is a voice of reason to say, you're being stupid. Don't do just that. do this. <laughs> when it's literally like this entire thing is because you don't want to talk to him. Like you... And I was also watching this show. I got embarrassed because I was like, I did that. Oh, that's, oh, Aww. man. <laughs> it was like, that's why it's so good is because I was like, no, yeah, that's true. I did that. <laughs> uh -huh, I do that. <laughs> oh, I do that. I also wrote down, this is, this took me a long time to write out, but. This is like a paragraph quote oh boy, here that I took. Um, I like rewind it because I thought this was so true. So this is, and I wrote this down because this is exactly what my high school experience was. It says there are countless things to do during summer break, but whether or not these things are done in a co-ed group depends on how the group's initial excursion pans out. If the first attempt at hanging goes well, there's talk of doing this again sometime. But if it's the but if the first outing goes poorly, the psychological hurdle of getting the group together again gets higher, and was just like, like, is that not so true? That that is like the that's it that's it like they hit the nail on the head. They're right. You're that's I was blown away that. Like, that was a stupid quote, and it wasn't super important, but that one touched me. I was like, oh, you're right. That's a good way to say it. And 
final note that I wrote is what does Fujiwara being a ramen master have to do with anything? Okay. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? I'll be honest. I didn't get it the first time either. I thought it was dumb. But watching it a second time, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is an an integral part of her character. Um, But, okay, the lore of the four ramen kings. Okay. Right? And then Fujiwara just walks in and is like, on par, according to one of the ramen kings, is yeah. on par with the four. And it's kind of like, my best explanation is that it exists to poke fun at the power scaling in action anime. Like Dragon oh. Ball, where they're like, oh my gosh, that guy, I totally underestimated him, but he's on par with the Super Saiyans. And like, that's kind of why it exists is to be a comedic break for Fujiwara that also ends up poking fun at how ridiculous power scaling can be. Honestly, I took it as it was kind of, it reminded me of a conversation with film bros, bring it all the (laughs) way back around. Because she walks in and he's like, oh, she probably thought this was a candy shop or something. (laughs) What a loser. What a loser. And then she's like, she orders her ramen and she's like, extra thick. On the noodles. And and he's like, oh, does she even know extra thick is bad? Ew, disgusting. And then as she keeps going, she's like, <gasps> she's doing mini ramen in the spoon. Is that why she made them extra thick was so that they would get soggy over time? Like, just it's just like kind of ridiculous. And it's yeah. like the film bros who are like, oh, look at that guy. He's wearing a Demon Slayer shirt. <laughs> probably thinks anime is animation (laughs) probably thinks anime probably thinks animation is cinema (laughs) and then like you share an opinion of like oh well i think avengers infinity war is the masterpiece of our time (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) it's like that kind of stuff it's like it's really stupid (laughs) i also and it's like it's like increasingly getting more shocking as he she reveals like but i also think it shows it's important for fujiwada's character because she's not an idiot no she's not an idiot while she may be a little socially unconscious she, she made a joke about it she was like people can't say i don't know how to read the room people seem saying i don't know how to read a room but she's like, she's brilliant. Like she's actually like, she knows what she's doing, and I, I like that about her. I There's like a that moment about in the her. manga where that comes full circle, and I'd like, also, oh. I'd also like to say, I have a, so the the ramen masters, is that who helped her escape from the the house like was it the ramen master driving the cab and the ramen master that that was like smoking got it so well he was the one driving the cab those were the same person because she used the same cab yes so oh so she gained the respect of the ramen masters and they ended up helping them get to the fireworks in the end right is that no. what happened? No, 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 no? No, 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 you're getting confused. Okay, the taxi driver who drove yeah. Kaguya yes. from her house 
mm-hmm. is the same guy who drove them to the fireworks. Yes. Has nothing to do with Fujiwara. Was that a ramen master? It just master? happens to be it was one of the ramen masters. Because oh. when they're in the car and they're like, we might make it. The guy's like, mm, well, this stays in this car. And then Ishigami's and then like, the gas. Yeah, our, hits the our, gas. our cabbie is a badass? Yeah, I um, love that and line And then it pops so up on much. screen of oh. like one of the four ramen kings. Mm-hmm. And that was the taxi driver. You're like, oh. And you're like, oh, yeah. so this does make sense in the lore. Okay. Um, so that wasn't pointless. That makes a little more sense. I understand that. Um, final, like, concluding thoughts. Um, I want to touch on the treasurer for a second because he's an icon. And truly, he, he is a meme, and I love him. And he, I imagine he will get deeper as the show goes on. Um, that's part of the reason I want to continue, but also... I'll probably forget to continue um, TBH, but also his his lines or he's like he's like I'm gonna go home because I want to die. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, okay, but please, please don't, don't die. die. <laughs> but he's like he's just dramatic. Like he really he really is just. There's a some stuff where he was like. Nerd. Fujiwara, I noticed you're using different conditioner. It oh smells different. And she's like, that's actually like, really creepy. creepy. <laughs> He's that like, was oh. no, that was my favorite scene. He's like, Fujiwara, I heard, like, did you get a new conditioner? It's like, because I, every time you walk by, it smells like a honeysuckle baby. <laughs> and he goes like, it's like, it's like, I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm going to go home now because I want to die. He's like, uh, Okay. <laughs> I love when he's doing the the exam Ugh. prep with Kaguya and he's oh like gosh, do whatever yeah. you want but don't take away my video games on my phone and yeah. then he lost his video game and his phone. No. Like, no. It's like don't make me eat dried fish. Eat this dried As long fish. as you don't yeah. make me eat dried fish and study you can do whatever you want yeah. to me. We're going to eat dried fish and study. No. It, he's funny. He's funny. And it's the, the here's co- what I'll comedy tell you. genius. Mm-hmm. If you think he has good chemistry now Wait till season two <sighs> when Miko gets added because him and her. I might need the opposite roll login. I might need the Dude, roll login. Absolute opposites. They go back and forth like nobody's business, and it's so funny. I might need the crunchy roll log because he doesn't care about the <laughs> rules, but she's a real stickler for the rules. Oh. And, mm, yeah. It's great. Just it concluding thoughts this is a fire show this is a good show it is just very solid it was very funny and i really liked how it was oh it was the the joke was that it's a war and they're like having this mental battle over something kind of stupid when in reality they could just talk to each other but it's brilliant because that's what high school feels like. Is they're very much like, oh, it's a mental game. It's a battle. And it's like, no, you just need to talk to each other. Yeah, you just need to walk up and be honest. Yeah. And I remember and that. So, I remember being in high school and crushing right. on girls and being like, oh, <laughs> well, if I do this, then, you know, she'll do that, which opens me up to do this. And then I can yeah. win. And it's easy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it's like no, um, just no. be honest. No. And so I really... I think it was executed very well to be an interesting show that takes place in like three rooms. It, the animation is gorgeous. 
I don't know if we've touched on that. Animation is gorgeous. It is. It's directed very well. The characters are relatable and funny. The comedy is solid, right? Like the story arc is great. And I I really enjoyed this show. And once I got into it, I was like really into it. And so I I think this was a great choice for an episode. Yeah, good job guys voting in the poll. Job, you guys chose this anime over I think Komi can't communicate and Horimiya. Which I remember that one. Hori Mia's back for season two. Uh, it's really just they're adapting the stuff they skipped over before. Right. Um, right. But it's really I, funny. I don't, I'm not in. I, I do. <laughs> I was cackling at Hori Mia last weekend when Ooh. I watched the first episode. I was, I'll tell you about one of the jokes because um, I don't. I don't want to say it on the podcast. Oh, um, so it must be one good. Of them, it was really <laughs> funny. Uh, <laughs> Everyone imagine a really funny joke, and that's what and that's, that's what we're we'll talking about. And that's that's what it was. So one of my yeah. favorite, like to give my closing thoughts, mm-hmm. one of my favorite aspects of Love Is War is how they use the animation to sell the comedy. Yeah, and I was really worried about that jumping to the manga. I was like, well, this is really going to test how good the actual comedic writing is mm-hmm. if it can stand without having that animation. Oh, and it does. Absolutely, it does. Which That's means good. the jokes are good, yeah. and they're funny regardless of whether or not you read them on a page or you watch them in the anime. And I really appreciated that that they did a great job adapting Aka Akasaka's work mm. forward. Which That's great. he's already moved on to his next project. He's Ooh. like, he's cooking. He's outie. <laughs> which he's the anime for that is already out. Oh, and it caused a big stir fire because Kaguya makes a cameo in the new anime whoa or in the new series as a photographer and everyone's like oh that's that's kaguya and then like you notice she has a wedding ring on and and there's nothing else mentioned and you're like <laughs> and that was before love is war ended and everyone was like what does this mean oh my gosh that's brilliant what? that's actually brilliant what a guy wow huh i really okay. want to watch this new one it's oshinoko the first season is over. They just confirmed season two. I really want to watch it, but it's on high deck, Okay. So I'd have to pay oh. for it. But Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Maybe well, one day we'll cover it because I've heard it's really good. Unless you have anything else to say, we no. We are Audi. And I'd follow like to say thank Twitter. you for listening. Follow us on follow us on Twitter. Um our tweets are I not protected. S- I saw you almost say threads. I wanted to say it so bad. I saw I saw your mouth move <laughs> Follow for us the, on the Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Follow Twitter. us on th- Twitter. Um, and our tweets are not protected. Um, so you don't need a key to get in. Um, so come on in. Um, don't abuse that power or else you'll get blocked. Um, just kidding. You'll, so get sh- you'll get shot you'll, and kicked you'll out of the house. You'll get shot, kicked out of the house as a home invader. Remember, so. we Americans like to use explosions. Brr- we we've been really good at letting episodes come full circle. Like we really <laughs> full circle. About, like, Americans Twitter like and explosions. explosions and like all this, and then it came back into the show. Go us. Who would have thought? Not really me. figuring out the format. Look at us. Yeah. So if you like what we're doing here, follow us on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast and subscribe on YouTube at the Nerdiest Podcast. And guys. Episode 100 is this close. We're so close. And I can't wait. We have some amazing, amazing stuff planned. So 
Make sure you're following on Instagram to see what's going on. Subscribe on YouTube because we're doing live events and original content there, and you can watch video versions of episodes. So go there. We're doing a big announcement really soon. Really big announcement soon. So we cannot, cannot wait. And we will see you in the next episode. Leave five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify everywhere. And we will see you in the next episode. Uh, Bye.